0: Little man, I will destroy you. You sound like a jerk.
1: If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker, especially you. I was saying, Bruiser. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now: Jack and shit. Jack left town.
2: Now here's something we hope you'll really
0: like. Hey, one and all, it's uh, a bunch of dorks. Bunch of dorks show three oh what is this three oh five, it's a that, lot.
3: It, is that what we're doing?
0: That's what we're doing right now. Okay. My name is Mal. With me as always, Doctor Morbius. Some parts unknown, and this is Bunch of Dorks.
3: And what is Bunch of Dorks? It's just a bunch of dorks
0: <laughs> talking and doing playing what, music, dorky things, playing music. You know.
3: Playing music, playing like what are you playing? Duck calls this week? Oh, or this something? week is
0: Wacky Town, USA. Yeah. And that's re- just past Anytown, USA. His next stop is Wackytown, USA. Yeah,
3: you've been warned, people. Been
0: wa- <laughs> you have been warned. Yeah, I have some uh, crazy music or crazy things to play, but we'll get into that later. If you're finding us on iTunes or Stitcher, please rate and review the show. It would help us out a lot. Um, if, you, uh, if you're not finding us on that, then I'm sure you're going to bunchofdorks.com, your hub for entertainment. There you're going to find three podcasts, all of them special in their own little way like a snowflake and by
3: special do you mean challenged
0: yes of course i do all right also there's other stuff you can go if you're sitting in a cube farm and you're trying to whittle away the time you can go to uh radio saint pete and in the archive section you can find the indie circuit that's a show i do oftentimes with dr morbius where we are just kind of Playing music and talking a little bit, you know. Kind of
3: like this, but cleaner.
0: Cleaner, yeah. It's a family show.
3: A fa- well, it's, it's a family, family affair, you know. It's a family. That's a good song by <laughs> a Family Stone. man.
0: <laughs> and then uh, also, if you're looking for reading materials, you can go to the <laughs> the dot That's the new blog I've been launched. I've launched. I've actually gotten, you know, it sounds weird, but I've gotten more views on that than like most other stuff.
3: Blogger's good, man. I don't know why. Well, I know why we went to Blogger, but you get you get hits on Blogger. I think better than WordPress.
0: And I think maybe the subject is also hot rodding and that kind of stuff. There's a there's a lot of people interested in that.
2: Yeah. Uh, sure.
0: Thing. Like if we did a NFL show, there'd be more people in the audience like that listen to try and find sure. uh, stuff like that. So the wannabe hot rodder uh, dot blogspot is my newest. dumb thing yeah
3: your newest thing you post what once a week
0: once or twice a week yeah cool i try to make it twice a week but you know how that goes yeah well when you start building
3: your hot rod then you can do updates oh yeah
0: well then once i once i start yeah once i get a hold of a hot rod and start changing it and doing stuff to it it'll be a lot more technical and informational anyway so what do you got going on that's my shtick what's your shtick dr morbius What's my shtick? That
3: sounds like a new game show. Blog, what's your
0: schtick? What's my shtick dot Yeah,
3: really. Um yeah, the uh, Destination Nightmare, my blog, comic books, a lot of a lot of good stuff like that. I give it a five out of five. Like You got a hundred
0: billion people visiting a day. There. There's
3: none of not a day, but there's been a, a lot of, a lot of very nice people that have gone on there and read comic books and I'm happy. I'm happy they're happy, even though maybe there's a few people that aren't happy, but you know, I can't make everybody happy, right? Everybody happy. And there's a creature feature where we are trying to make everybody happy by bringing yet another creature feature-style show to the world with our alter egos, our friends, Doc and Clown.
0: Boy, with all this stuff on the internet, we must be millionaires. (laughs) Anyway... That dead silence you hear is the honest truth. And yes, you can find us. Go to YouTube and then search Creature Feature with Doc and Clown.
3: Please, and send us
0: those millions, 'cause uh. See, anyway, I'm I'm about a million short of being a millionaire. So yeah, Yeah, pretty
3: much, yeah. (laughs) Hey man, you know what I mean? It's all about the entertainment. It's all about entertaining the people, man. Making everybody happy. That's what we're all about.
0: Everybody happy.
3: Anyway, what are we going to talk about on this bunch of dorks thing that you've been doing for 305 episodes? I since, don't know since 1903 or yeah. whatever the that started.
0: I'll start by saying um, <laughs> the Radio Shack by my house is going Radio out of Shack. business. <laughs> now, Radio Shack is a curious place.
3: Yeah, um, that's a word.
0: Back in the day, see, back in the olden days, you could fix electronics. Um, and people could fix electronics. And it was like this kind of thing where, where you were encouraged to know how to do stuff like that. In the before time, you were encouraged to be able to, like, fix a car, fix electronics, do work on stuff. But that kind of went away with mass production and, you know, basically...
3: Disposable.
0: All, it just, everything became disposable. If you did open up your electronics, it would be the what? size of a pinhead covered by silicone. Well, so you, you, well you know what
3: happened... This is the reason that that happened is because Mike, no, it was because it, it was going to cost you more to take it to a guy to fix it than it was to buy a new one. That's that, exactly what happened. That used
0: to be, yeah, before microprocessors, there was actual parts you could swap there was out. There tubes and, and stuff yeah, like that. And what happened was, um, and yeah, and you would fix things. You could fix things because it was way more expensive. Now... If you try to fix your phone, they'll be like, well, the screen replacement's $100, yeah, sure. or a new phone is $100. Yeah. You're like, okay, thanks. We'll throw this in the garbage can then. Yeah. Um And everything became just disposable junk. So Radio Shack, I feel, was formed as a place for people that worked on electronics. Because in the olden days, there was rack upon rack upon rack of every little switch, every little knob, every little transistor, every little resistor, my, you know, tubes, fuses. Everything was back there. You know, they even had kits that encouraged kids to build a radio. You, you could yeah. go buy this kit, and your 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 child would learn how to do this soldering. Well, that is a long past dead. Demographic, no one fixes anything anymore, really um I don't even think most kids know that you can fix things like I mean, do, do what do you think of it? Do you think children even think oh I can fix I've them never thought
3: is- of that thought before, so I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing it depends on their parents, you know if their parents are handy men or whatever, yeah. but uh it's not easy to fix things because sometimes I can only speak from like mm-hmm. personal you know things. A lot of times when I try to fix things, it's a 50-50 crap you know, shoot. deal. Crapshoot. <laughs> sometimes I fix it and sometimes I destroy it. So, <laughs> you're like, eh. Unless you're really good at it, you know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of like a crapshoot. But, yeah, if, it, I always figure, well, it's worth giving it a shot because if I break it, I'll just buy another one. But I'll give it a no shot. Harm, and, you know, no harm, thing. no foul. No harm, no foul. You know, It was like the other day. I, bought, I was looking through. I had these two cassette decks that are like they won't. Well, one of them was more busted than the other one. The one of them, it's like making some weird noise. And I went online and the guy says, here's what you do. You take it apart, you blow some air here, you work with the circuits. Forget it, I couldn't fix it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I figured out a way to be able to use it without fixing it. So I couldn't do it, but somebody might be a little handier than I am. They might be more into the electronics part about it that could fix it, you know. And I mean, on the other hand, I fixed doors, I fixed like... uh, um, electric few electric things at my house right. and stuff like that. So, it's so a some stuff you can't some I can and some I can't. Some, right. I can't. So some aren't worth yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing. Most times, most times anymore, it's not worth it. You know. Yeah. Um, I it's Not worth
3: it to call somebody.
0: I remember when they they my my big TV my Samsung TV went out. Um, no, it had like a spot that wasn't looked like it was a glow coming off of it, and it was from it was new. So they they sent a, a technician out. I couldn't believe when he broke that thing apart. Like, he, it's a new one. It's one of those ones that you hang on the wall. It's hanging on the wall. It's a 55-inch. When you take that apart, it's a piece of plastic. There's literally a thin I saw it. A, I was
3: here when they did it. Th- there was piece nothing.
0: Of, and, and there's two speakers that are the size there of... There was
3: nothing in there. Like
0: a cell phone. And there's nothing. It, it weighs nothing. There is nothing in there except two boards. There's two tiny little boards in there. And you're like, that's my TV, huh? And it's only going to get smaller and lighter, and that's all that, you know... So there is nothing to fix. Um, And, and that, that was, yeah... So that's why Radio Shacks are closing. They're, they're built on a premise that isn't viable anymore. No one cares. And they never stayed hip and cool, like where that's where you go for music, or that's where you go for iPhones, whatever's, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they're closing. So this place went on sale. They They, they started that usual... Uh, Store closing, everything at 10% off. Well, nothing, no one cares. Then it's 30% off. Well, this last week it went to 60 to 80% off. Man, I spent a shit ton of money there.
3: But I gotta tell you something about Radio Shack, though. They might, they might. They may have become obsolete because of I think the internet's kind of helping to kill oh, a, yeah. lot of a lot brick of brick and mortar. Oh yeah. Oh But, but yeah. then, it, then what's going to happen with the internet possibly in a few years? Who knows? But at any rate, I think possibly Radio Shack overextended themselves too. You know. What I oh mean? yeah. Like they really they had too many of them. They
0: want and they wanted to get bigger and they yeah. wanted and then. And then also, like, their sales reps were those annoying kinds of sales reps. Like, oh. like, they they were over-helpful and always up your ass and like, look, man, leave me alone. Oh, I'll, I, got, oh, I got a story. I'll come see you when I'm ready to pr- check out or if I say, um, hey, where do you keep this thing? Other than that, I don't want someone helping me.
3: I got, go I got on, a story go for you. Go ahead. I story where, Should like, we go to a music break and then come back? No, or? no, no. Oh, okay, we can do, do it now. Right. Where King Don, like, saw the other side of me. I, was at a I heard about this. Oh, you did. You know the story when I went
0: when
2: I went, well, do lost it. it. Yeah, go ahead.
3: No, I mean, basically it's like if there's only one guy working at Radio Shack and there's a line with four people who want to get, like, waited on and all he's trying to do is sell a warranty, it gets annoying after a while. And even gets more annoying when he's trying to sell a warranty in Spanish. I know Spanish. So I knew what he was trying to do, but other people may not. And it was even getting me angry because it was like, why don't you do it in English, bro? You know what I mean? But he's doing it in Spanish, so nobody will know that he's holding up the line for 10 minutes because he's trying to sell uh, uh, call it, a warranty so he can make the money. I hate warranties, okay? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: There's only w- only one warranty that really works. It worked this week when my water heater kind of started going bad. My mom had some kind of warranty, and that one worked. But all the other ones, the one they sell you at Best Buy and all that. You can keep them. It's a scam. It's a freaking scam. The thing's going to break anyway, and it's going to break after the warranty is over.
0: Oh, this guy was so <laughs> hardcore trying to sell me a warranty on that $100 piece of shit guitar I bought. I'm uh, like, look, man.
3: We're at the music shop? Yeah.
0: it was like tw- I think it was like $19, $100 guitar. I'm like, look, I don't need a warranty. This is the only for out here, so when the kittens knock it over and wreck it, I don't care. Like, I keep my good guitars locked away. This is a piece of shit, and that's what it is. I don't need a warranty, because he was really like, really, dude? We could replace it for nothing, man. No matter what happens, you can throw it in a pool. I'm like...
3: It's not like I'm Pete Townsend.
0: And I'm like, look. (laughs) Just... You just ring it up, dude. I, I'm not buying the.
3: the you should have said, looking well, at. If I do a Jimi Hendrix song and it's lighting it on fire, you're going to replace it too. If that's the case, let's do it, man. I got a show to do. A new one every week. I'm going to set one on fire for every episode. You know, can you, give me a no. friggin' break. But anyway, yeah, I lost my cool and uh, in the middle of Radio Shack, cause, you know, enough. And I think that that's part of it too. It's like, what's your name? Can I have your address? No. Can I have your no? It's like, shut just up. And ring just me ring me up. it up. They got too personal. They want to know too much. So they can send you garbage and that's your corporate. House.
0: That's corporate stuff. That's corporate crap. They say, like corporate comes down and they say, You have to do this, this and this. We need addresses. We need emails. So rather than have people do it voluntarily, they just make you. That's why every time you sign up for one of those dumbass discount cards. You're not getting a well. I gotta tell you, they're something. just getting your money. I they are tell getting you your or they're getting your demographic information. There,
3: there's there's know? a store that's near and dear to your heart that tried to sell me one. of That tried to push one of those those discount cards on, and but they, they had, not, and they don't let. Up they have the like time. a bullseye as their logo. I'll just say that much. Yeah. And um, I told lady, look, I I don't really want to get a card. I don't want to give you any information because I had you know a situation or whatever. And then she gives me the card. <sighs> goes, you can mail any <sighs> information. And I go, okay, she's really, she was a nice lady. So I said, yeah, sure, give it to me. I'll mail it in. Well, in order to get this card, not only do you have to fill it out, but they want a canceled check. Your mama's gonna get a canceled uh, <laughs> check from me. You no know, way. come on, come on, people, get real. For a five percent discount, come on.
0: It's shocking the amount of information that is out there on everyone.
3: Oh, it's horrible, man. It's it's gonna get worse. There's 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 all the there's a there's a new Barbie that apparently is like. It's a talking Barbie or something. Apparently, that's getting info on kids. That's sending it to the cloud or something. There's it. It would be it, funny if it
0: like alerted alerted about wrong touches. Like if you know you touch me in an illegitimate place, and like cops kick your door in and arrest you. Yeah. That that that. And be it a could fun have been Barbie.
3: yeah. And it could have been like a movie that was playing or something. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's it's really it's really grotesque, but. I'm not going to cry any tears over Radio Shack. The only thing to me Radio yeah. Shack was good for was when I needed a patch cord for something. Right. Well, and you can get those on Amazon now, but I hate the wait. Long you know? story
0: short is, after three trips, I think I spent around...
3: $2,000?
0: No, around $280.
3: That's pretty good.
0: And I saved over $790. That's pretty good. Yeah, man. I rang them up. I bought everything. Those little drawers where there was like those capacitors and transistors and switches yeah, and neon crap. lights.
3: You get it for the guitar. Those little
0: stuff. lights and everything, like and for I do the arcade machine. Yeah, work. the
3: arcade machine. Yeah. I bought
0: everything. I bought because it's you're talking about like okay this little switch, would like, like a three way toggle, which cost me four ninety nine. Well, it was eight seventy percent off. I mean, if they were ringing up for like sixty or seventy cents, no. you can't get that on the internet for that. I mean, I, I was just I took a box and I was just filling it. And if it was even remotely something I needed or you would use, I took the entire stack, you know, and just...
3: Now, Radio Shack isn't totally going out of business. No, so no, no, no. Just, so there's yeah, going to be some stores left, and I'm Massive glad, downsizing. I'm glad that there's still going to be some stores left because, you know, it's 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 good for something.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. But it's not the store that it used to be. They're brand realistic and all that crap or whatever. You know, it was okay, but... Yeah. Eh. But it's, it's old school. It's from the 70s it's or the 60s. The time that's passed
0: by, and that's the end of it.
3: Well, yeah, but I'm telling you, something's going to happen with the Internet, and they're going to start taxing more. They're going to start doing something, and people are going to go like, hey, you know. Is I, that I,
0: true? I, do you know that? Or are you? No, thinking? I
3: don't know it, but I'm guessing. I'm guessing because if, if all the brick and mortar goes... And everything is on the internet, guess what? The, 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 somebody's going to have to get some money somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, the one thing I don't, yeah, government-wise... Mean? Government if wise, the, if you
3: mean, can't get it from a brick-and-mortar, you're going to get it from Amazon or whatever you buy online. The so, one yeah. thing
0: yeah, the one thing I can't understand, and this doesn't make any sense to me... Okay, the, everyone buys on the internet. Not everyone, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. A majority of commerce has transitioned sure. to the internet. Brick-and-mortar places are going away. How is it that the post office is crying poor? it if everyone in the world is shipping, how are you screwing it up and not managing it that you're making money? Wouldn't they be the ones that make money?
3: Oh, I got, I got. They're
0: the ones that have to ship it. And they're bitching and crying about how they don't have any well, money. Well, they're I'm bitching
3: like, and crying because UPS, FedEx, and all these other ones cut. They had a monopoly. Well,
0: they, underlo- they, Cause uh, cause they let them undercut it. Because they're you know? the
3: government. They had a monopoly. But all these companies came in and started undercutting them. <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden they started like complaining because... They couldn't get their great fancy vacations or you know perks yeah. or whatever. They can't afford them, so they have to charge you money so they they can give their 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 employees what they're accustomed to. I like the post office; it's fine. I never go to you, hardly go to UPS, I don't go to FedEx or whatever. But yeah. they really do need to start crying. But I have noticed that some uh, some uh, post offices they they're pushing the. Uh, um, the uh, do-it-yourself mail the mail like You yeah, go in there, you weigh yeah, it yeah. yourself, you get the thing, or whatever, and, now, and you send it. I guess so. in
0: reality, though, all those bills that are now on on the email, who's ever written a letter anymore? So I guess it probably offsets, although everything is getting shipped in boxes and stuff like that. The the, the everyday letters, which were there was bajillions and bajillions of yeah, them, yeah, yeah. that's probably what where they lost all their money. All no, right. they
3: lost it, the competition. Yeah. That's the problem. The government competed with with the private sector, and it, hurt, it got her, you know.
0: Okay, well we're going to a, we're going to a music break, and I'm leaving. Is this the,
3: music that we're playing? Well, now do
0: you want? Should I do the soundtrack, or should I do the other one?
3: Let's get on some music first okay. before we hit them with the good stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, the good stuff will be the second one. This is a real treat for you guys. Now, everyone knows. Well, if you listen to this long enough, you know that I I'm always buying up vinyl and trolling and taking up vinyl as best as I can wherever I can find it usually it's just standard garbage every now and then there's a mystery album that pops up hmm. there's there's all kinds of recordings people had personal recorders uh, people people went to those places that would record in the mall there's a lot of oddities out there so I had this week I ingested a bunch of oddities uh, that I had that I had in my record collection for some time the first one was it's it's on a piece of uh, it's like acetate on top of a platter, a piece of aluminum. And it the little sticky note just says instrumental and odd sounds or something like that. And I said, Okay, well that's weird. And I put the needle on and it played it, and it's it's very western and soundtrackish. And I said, Okay, that's a little bit even weirder. So as I one of the songs has lyrics. I tracked down those lyrics to, believe it or not, this is an acetate, what they called an acetate, pressed by the orc- the, the composer or the orchestra, and given to the head of the, the the movie studio to preview as is this music okay for the soundtrack? And the soundtrack was actually for a movie called Stagecoach, hmm. which I think was '67, hmm. something like that. It's in the '60s. So I have a copy. It's a remake. I have, yeah. Oh. Maybe it's a remake.
3: I think the original stagecoach is in the, from the from the forties. Oh, okay. So yeah, this is I the think remake of it. Yeah. And
0: actually, the singer on this was the singer was somebody. Oh, we'll no. look it up and we'll yeah. talk
3: about it more when we come back. So
0: here you're gonna listen. I'm dropping in the entire record. This is a uh, stagecoach soundtrack that was given to the studios before it was even okayed, before it was ever used on anything. So kind of a historical thing, pretty cool. Uh, and we'll be back after that.
1: Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I I forgot. Mm, yeah. You see, we're putting the cover sheets on all TPS reports now before they go out. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have the memo right here. I just, uh, forgot. But, uh, it's... Not shipping out till tomorrow, so there's no problem. Yeah. If
3: you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. And uh, I'll go ahead and make sure
1: you get another copy of that memo. Okay?
2: Yeah, no, I, go I, go I, ahead, I have Peter. the
1: memo. I've got it. It's right. <laughs>
2: driving me low I'm like a
0: night wolf alright so there you have it we did some research on it Uh, it was stagecoach from 1966 the main theme was uh, uh, let's see music by Jerry Goldsmith lyrics by Ruth Ruth Batchelor Harry Betts was uh, vocal arrangement was Bill Brown and the Bill Brown singers and then the stagecoach to Cheyenne was by Lee Pockris and Paul Vance uh, orchestrated by Shorty Rogers and uh there you go.
3: Shorty Rogers is a jazz guy, famous jazz guy, and Jerry Goldsmith is a fa- a famous um
0: composer. Composer, yeah, yeah, I think
3: he did Planet of the Apes. So uh, this uh, is um
0: this is very uh this is quite a fine I thought. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's there's ma- one of a kind. There would be one ma- there would probably one or two. I don't know if there'd be any, you know, this is where they took the master, dropped it onto a quick acetate and get and shipped it to the studio to say Listen to this and let us know if we can use it. And so this
3: was the actual album before they processed yeah. it as an album cover. And it's only
0: one-sided. It's oh, not, it's only one-sided. Yeah, because one uh, the platters are only... One side has the part they can etch, and the other half is is just aluminum. Have so. you tried
3: playing the other side?
0: No. Maybe there's hidden...
3: It might sound like that Lou Reed album, uh, Metal Machine Music. It might destroy your record player. Probably that
0: one. I'm thinking that was really so. uh, Yeah, that was the first music break. The second music break is going to be something very strange indeed, and we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, what what do you got?
3: I've got stuff that that's been filtering in my brain, but I've got to figure out a nice way to say it without. You know, you
0: hate me and you're quitting the show. Sad. No. Uh, <laughs> no, don't do that.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. We'll talk about it during the break and see oh, if, okay. if it's worth saying. But yeah, that I, heavy,
0: man. Wow. It's
3: it's it's not heavy, but it's annoying. You know, I, let's just let's just keep and and you'll agree with this. Let's just keep under the headline banner of people are really annoying. Oh yeah. And they'll turn yeah. on you like. You know, for any reason whatsoever.
0: It's kind of amazing, isn't
3: it? Uh, yeah, it never fails to. But, I mean, I've, I'm trying to, like, be more open-minded and go, hey, you know, I'm not perfect either. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just the annoyance of how, like, uh, you know, things happen. But we'll talk about it on the break. It's probably something I won't talk about on oh, okay. on, on there. But, yeah, besides that, I mean, I don't know. What the hell is going on this week? Uh, A yeah. Yeah. whole lot of shaking going it's on. It's freaking but,
0: hot already, man. Yeah. I ha- I have this list on my uh, like I have a project board Then I board. talked
3: to your in-laws and yeah. they told me it was like freaking freezing up yeah. there. Yeah.
0: I have a I have a project board in, in my uh, in my garage and it always, and I it's a dry erase board where I just write write stuff down, you know, keep my keep trying to keep track of stuff. And there's a big section that says to do before summer. Well, you, I missed that window cuz oh my god, like and it's all stuff like paint the house, you know, uh, buff the car yeah. cuz that's like stuff that you can't do it in the summer. Otherwise you'll die, cause, uh, and that's already hit, man. It's already like 80s now, and you're like, oh
3: shit. Yeah, already. I'm already like turning on the AC, but only for like a couple hours a day. You know, I don't mm. want to really get a big bill yet, but it's gonna be. Oh It's gonna be coming. It feels, it's a coming.
0: It feels like this is gonna be a tough one. Some 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 years are better, some years are worse. You know, better and worse.
3: It's nice today though. Yeah. It's not that hot today because I think there's some cloud cover and uh, stuff. But yeah, it just went from like. Winter to summer, though, know, yeah. in the span of a week. You predicted it, kind of, which I said, and I thought maybe, yeah, no, March probably will be a little bit. No, March came in like a
0: Just like punched a in the back of the head. You're like, oh, damn. It was just
3: like, yeah, it's Florida, man. It was like expect? a spin
0: kick from Billy Blanks. That, yeah. <laughs> that,
3: that, that's why everybody that complains about Florida ends up moving here, because they like it. You yeah. know? It's better than, like, freezing your ass and, and under sheets of snow. I
0: know. Every time I... I, like, I
3: and you know it because you lived
0: it. I, I lived up in Pennsylvania for many years. I always, like, wrestle around with maybe moving, trying some other places out. You know, I'd love to see Seattle or, or um, Oregon or Portland, you know. Or maybe even like something like Denver, you know, Colorado and stuff like that. But, boy, just so used to it. I don't know how winters would hurt now.
3: I don't know about Portland or about yeah, Denver, S- yeah.
0: Seattle would be great, but it's too expensive, which... That's a shame. Yeah, it's a
3: yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, expensive. it's like yeah. it's like
0: 200 grand for a studio apartment. I'm like, "Uh-huh. No." Oh,
3: man. Now, but hipster. then it's too hipster. that's part of the problem. It's too. Yeah. Hipster. But
0: maybe there's other places on the on the suburb parts of it cuz Clearwater is basically a suburb of Tampa. It's not like it's I mean, it's a city, but it's not like a city city, you know. So probably there's like Little places outside of Oregon and outside or Portland and outside of Seattle that are just like yeah that, that are
3: close that you can live cheaply and then go in and get but I, I'm really like you know here's the subject hipster towns the good and the pros and the cons uh, the pros is that where, you're gonna where's get where's the pro <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a few please do because I
0: don't see any I'm like you're gonna have good yuck.
3: record stores uh, yeah my friend lives in Asheville you're gonna have cool record stores you're gonna have comic shops you're gonna have bookstores lives in where Asheville, North Carolina. That's become that's a real hipster place now. Believe it or not. Asheville? Yes, Asheville up in the mountains of the Carolinas. That's a hipster town now. The property values have all gone up. That's another good thing that happens when the hipsters arrive. They pay a lot of money for the houses and they fix them up. Asheville is a hipster town now. It used to be like a you know like a regular little sleepy town. Oh no. A lot of bands, big bands, and real well-known bands and cool bands come there. To see. Yeah, so there's a lot true. of I guess there's, there's, there's a lot of goodness it. that comes along with it. But the bad part is you got to live with a bunch of hipsters. Yeah. A bunch of snobs or know-it-alls or you know whatever's, and then you got to put up with that kind of crap. So it's best to live see, away one things, and yeah. be able to visit. It's a nice place <laughs> to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> yeah, you know? I guess
0: I would love to. I'd love to move to Seattle Um, because I like rain. I don't. I love rain. It could rain every day for me. No. One of the things that's very interesting with, like we we, we flippantly say hipsters and stuff like that. I remember when I uh, came out of uh, college and I was like getting a job and I was very uh, excited, upbeat, happy. I was just happy-go-lucky in general, I feel. And uh, maybe I wasn't, but I think that way. And uh, I remember a lot of the... Older guard was like, ah, oh, X, the yeah, Gen, X. Gen X is blah, 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 you know. And now I'm that, ah, oh, those millennials, blah, blah, blah. Like, I understand now you have your. I understand why they were co- not hateful, but just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, first of all, yeah. this, you're looking at your replacement.
3: Exactly right. So, not
0: going to exactly have open right. arms, no matter how nice they are. And also, there is very distinct, like, Differences in like moral and ethical wow. and everything, like it's amazing. I'm gonna I say
3: something that's pretty controversial, but I'm gonna also preface it by saying that it doesn't it doesn't amount it doesn't amount to everyone. Yeah. But I'm noticing that a lot of millennials seem to feel very entitled. Yeah. It's like, I mean, um, yeah, I've been special since I was that's born. That's the gener-
0: That's what what, you, what what the hell is this next generation where every sticker is how great they are.
3: That's the millennials. It's like I've been special that's since I was born. What do you mean I have to work for a That's living? all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. It's real bad. That's dude. like
0: cuz you're not. But I'm not going to I'm
3: not going to generalize. I'm going to say a specific uh, yeah. a specific vocal group of millennials seem to be very entitled. And that, and that, it's not a good thing. And I know uh, yeah. I know of a few through people that I know and you know, it's well, not good. Yeah.
0: One of the problems
3: It's not good. And one of
0: the things that's kind of sad is that like I'm t- my generation's to blame.
3: You you had them.
0: No, we're we're the ones that have raised you're these, these sissies and wussies and crybabies and and everything special and every, you know and, and we I had a class I had a, like a like a, a learning annex about the generations and it really helped me see things differently and understand them, but still you're just like oh my god you know just so different. Every and, every and
3: generation has its pros and cons. I mean, right, like, right, the, right, The great generation won the war, but they're also like get off parties. your lawn. Yeah. yeah, and then the baby boomers, you know, I don't know my I don't know about my generation, but a lot of like hip, hippies and beatniks and crap. I don't yeah. know about them, but whatever. Your generation seemed just I'm generalizing, oh, no, a little, a, a, little angry, all a little angrier maybe, you know, a little oh, yeah. more like you know, in your face. And millennials seem to be entitled, but we're all generalizing, right? And, you know, and it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it was just one of the things where as I as the more and more young my the workforce gets younger and the 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 the, the talent pool. I'm, you know, I'm no longer in the front for when they say, hey, let's hire some, let's 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 promote, let's look for a manager. I'm not that anymore because I'm too old now. And I'm like, oh man. But but it's
3: sad to say this, but I'm finding that genuinely nice people like you and my friends and stuff like that are getting harder to find. I hate to say that, but Oof. I think I it's, think it's that rough. is the truth. It is, it's a very, I'm finding it to be a very cutthroat, nasty world, hate-filled now.
0: world. It's hateful filled. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like dog
3: eat dog, and you know, whatever. You know, just think sad. of even just
0: interactions with people that you bear- don't know how how you're treated, like. Mm, yeah. It's it's it's. And a,
3: people that you that you think you know. And then and, <laughs>
0: and, 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 and you're like, oh my god, really? You know. Yeah,
3: and, it's like really, you you actually think this of me? Really? Yeah, right. whatever. Yeah, you know? sometimes I,
0: sometimes I wish I would just go live in the middle of nowhere in Montana. But then
3: again, and buy up
0: like like a hundred acres. Yeah. and just. Leave me alone. And but, there'd be plenty of signs saying, you're going to die if you come in here. Like, but then you know, again, but,
3: I, I have noticed that if you'll drive yourself tra- crazy trying to figure some people out, so there's, no, bother, point. there's bother, no point. Don't bother. Just take it for what it is and move on.
0: Yep. Losers. And hey, now. Hey. And now. Now it's time for something very wacky. If you thought the soundtrack that no one ever heard was wacky, wait till you hear this. First of all, I'm going to say I'm sorry for the sound quality. That's as good as it gets. It's going to be very scratchy and very hard to hear. I'm going to bump it up a little bit, but I don't want to hurt your ears when you're playing. This is a 45-sized record <laughs> that I found in this pile. Again, this, these are from different times. This isn't like I found them all together. This is just one of the things, and grab it for me. Which This one here? Yeah, I want to, yeah, the small one. I want to read what the cover says because it says, all right, I'm going to read you everything. Okay, it says, okay, oh, lights, because I'm old now, and take my glasses off. The Record Disc Corporation, it's a product of that. It said, Number One, Mr. Horan. Um, that's the name of the person. Title, Game Calling. So, Game Calling.
3: Game Calling.
0: And then, recorder is A. Al Lindsay. The date this was recorded was 12453. And it's a, it's a 78 RPM. Now, this says the disc was made in New York, but that's not. This guy's from Texas. And again, you're, it's going to be hard to hear. I'm playing both sides right in a row. Generally, I, like when I put the needle on this thing, I was like, what? It's this Texan explaining to some guy, Mr. Horan, in 1953, how to do game calls to, to attract carnivorous animals to kill them, hunting. He's, hunting, he's talking about hunting. And then side two is him doing those calls with whatever I don't know what he used. This is both hilarious and eerie and creepy and stupid and funny all in the same time. So have a listen. He
3: is he is the uh, this guy is the rich little of uh, of uh, animal impersonator. Let's he also has way. he
0: has the southern drawl of like you know Yosemite Sam or something like that, like where he's like. Uh, you'll, you'll the hear Duck
3: Dynasty would be envious of this man's uh, prowess, as they say.
0: So, okay, here's A.L. Lindsley explaining how to hunt to Mr. Horan. And, and, wait for it, how you like me now. <laughs> Boom. Your mother was a hamster and
1: your father smelt of elderberries. Is there someone else up there we could talk to? Uh, no, now go away or I shall... Taunt you a second time. Hello, Mr. Holden. This is L. Lindsay of Brownwood, Texas. Now, Mr. Holden, this thing of calling flesh eating animals by artificial means is nothing new. It's been practiced for ages. The general idea is to make your call sound as much like a rabbit in distress as possible. Since rabbits of different ages, sex and species have different voices, and since the manner condition under which you might be heard or called has them to, to cause them to cry differently, there's no such a thing as actually duplicating the cry of a rabbit by artificial means. Now. The uh, flesh-eating animal lives on rats, mice, squirrels, birds, chickens, and so forth. <coughs> and all those things make a different racket when hurt than what a rabbit does. Still, the flesh-eating animal will go to it just the same. So, if anyone will uh, think along that line, why he will employ his call as near in those manners as possible. He'll have better luck. of your luck is going to depend on your ability to get within hearing of the animal without them knowing of your presence. Now, they only have three ways of knowing. One's their sense of sight, one their sense of smell, and one their sense of hearing. So if you'll approach the area, you're going to call over against the wind as inconspicuously as possible, and above all things, quietly, you'll have a lot more luck. using these calls, believes in blowing it continuously, something like a rabbit squeal. Others believe in blowing it eerie like this. I blow it about that length. that manner as near as possible and wait five or six seconds and follow it up with another one just like it. (coughs) Now, since these animals are hunters by nature, I believe if I were you, I'd remain silent for the next four or five minutes and give them an opportunity to hunt where that sound came from. Now at the end of that length of time, if nothing has shown up, I'd blow the call in a subdued manner and of a shorter duration like this. Do that every two or three minutes, for the next ten or fifteen minutes. Stay in one place about thirty minutes. Give them a chance to get to you, they can hear the call over a considerable distance. Depends on the terrain, the sound's got to travel over, and the wind. Early in the morning, from daylight till 9 or 10 o'clock, or the middle of the afternoon, dark is an awful good time to try, and I hope. And now, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, let's get
2: ready to rumble!
0: Hey all you out there in listener land, Mao here. Do you ever just want to make a difference in the world? Do you ever want to give back, make the world a better place? Sure, we all do, but how? So many choices and challenges. Well, here's a really good one you could do. Why don't you go to projectpinball.org? That's an organization that puts pinball machines in hospitals, children's hospitals. What could be better than that? Not much. It's very easy. Go to projectpinball.org, donate, sign up for some raffles. Every little bit counts. I'll make it even easier. Why don't you just look them up on Facebook? Everyone has Facebook, right? Of course they do. So you look up projectpinball.org on Facebook. Help out that way. Spread the word. Make the world a better place. I'm asking you. Takes a moment of your time, you know... I'll be like, oh, for only 33 cents a day, you could sponsor a pinball machine. I'm not going to do that, but I am going to say, go to projectpinball.org, give a little bit, make the world a better place right now. Go do it. Thank you, everyone.
2: Mock! Yeah! Ing! Yeah! Bird! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, Mockingbird, don't everybody have you heard, she's gonna buy me a Mockingbird, and if that Mockingbird don't sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond ring, and if that diamond ring don't sing.
0: Okay, so first and foremost, that was, make sure you go to projectpinball.org, please uh, that is not, I have nothing to do with it other than uh, it's a great charity and I am pl- privileged to be a uh, steward of their message. So please go there and give what you can. Uh, giving a pinball machine to a little kid in a hospital, that's kind of very important.
2: hmm. Yeah.
0: Joy to some joyless place. Have you ever been in a hospital? Not very fun. What's a kid going to do in there? Well, they're helping to put pinball machines in children's hospitals throughout the country and yay for that. All right. Other than that, how about that hunting tips?
3: Hey, hey, you know we're, we're giving you uh, knowledge. as well. Cb. First, that. it was
0: a cb knowledge. Yeah, dropping. Now it's,
3: now it's like. Now calling, you can shoot things. Calling, pretending like you're a, a wounded, wounded rabbit. rabbit. So,
0: so some bigger game comes around, and you can blow them away. Nice. That's weird. That, isn't that a weird recording? That was like, <laughs> I, when I heard that the first time I listened to that, I was like, this is weird. Um, hey, but yeah. hey.
3: I, I'm sure if you search deeply into the bowels of the internet, you'll find weirder recordings. Oh, yeah. I but have. This is one, amongst them. I have
0: weirder recordings. This is amongst so them. I have, them. I still have to rip that uh, countdown to Armageddon from 1980. Oh, yeah. That's insanity. We got to cross that bridge. Yeah. But, uh, I looked up, I, yeah. I tried to find out if these two people were anyone, and I couldn't find anyone.
3: Um, well, there were people, but they well, weren't yeah, famous I mean, people. Not, well,
0: not even famous. Even any kind of pre- presence, like, oh, yeah. This guy that Al Lindsey, maybe he owned like a a, a hunting company or something I didn't saw. Maybe he owned Lindsay Lumber. Maybe he owned Lindsay Lohan. Oh, <laughs> Lindsey Lohan. <Lumber>. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, that's, that's a wounded animal I don't want to call. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wounded on different levels.
3: Yeah. Oh boy, that one stopped everybody in their tracks there. Anyway. Yeah. So did you buy any guitars this week, or you like, you know, did you take it easy? a <laughs> while? Okay.
0: I got that one last week. The Epiphone. Um, you played
3: it a lot. Did you uh-huh. take it to your? Did you take it to your? Lesson? Uh, yeah,
0: I took that one this week.
3: Nice. Did you learn anything new this week? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. what did you learn this week?
0: More uh, different um, seventh chords. Some seventh chords, and then uh, oh, cool. uh, learned to play. Like the the teacher got on drums actually, and I oh, you and I I played with, I played with uh, those chords. I had the G chord progression uh, from the week before, so it, it was pretty good. Uh, I sounded like shit, but I'm trying. You know, why not? I yeah. mean, I can do. I can I can switch the chords and I can play, but um, trying to keep up or trying to do it, it you know it's for a beginner it's pretty hard you know
3: yeah well yeah it takes a while it's all practice yeah and stuff like that.
0: on the way out it was weird on the way out of the <coughs> of the lesson well actually because i walked it's within walking distance so i just carry my guitar i walked down and there's the the the, the teachers in an apartment complex there was this little like one half size guitar sitting there and i said that's weird and i looked at it and it was solid it's a it was it was a complete guitar and i said well, that's it looked just looked like dirty and crappy you know so i kind of threw i put it behind where the like the fenced area where there's like the dumpsters and i was like well if, it, if it's here when i leave I'll, I'll pick it up so on the way out it was still there of course i mean no one yeah. so i brought it home because the neighbor guy has a young kids and i was like well this is like one of those things where you know i'll i'll clean it up put a set of strings on it and just give it to the neighbor and say here kid you know go be the next hendrix so that's what I did this morning. I actually uh, cut the old strings off and polished it out, put the new strings on it, cleaned it up. It cleaned up pretty nice. Yeah, um, it looks good. It's just a cheapo little guitar, but so what? Now I, I put new new strings on it. And I'm just gonna give it to the kid next door and hopefully they he has fun and plays it and really digs it, you know.
3: One of Mar- one of Doctor Morbius's
0: uh, rules of life.
3: Rules of life. Never that- give a kid anything. No, no, it's not that. No, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> that I sometimes don't follow. And obviously because of the story that I told you, which I can't, I still, to this day, I want to fight this rule of life because I don't like it. It's one of the rules of life that I don't like, but it seems to come true more so than, than, than not. No good deed goes unpunished. Oh, yeah. I know. I fight that one really hard.
0: Because look at like this, like, Okay.
3: But that's not going so well, nice to happen. It's a nice thing to do. Here, kid,
0: enjoy it. Don't ever yeah. talk to me again. Yeah, you know, right, that's yeah, all.
3: Yeah, get away, you bother <laughs> me. Get off my lawn. <laughs> get away, I'll kid, you guitar, bother get me. Get off my lawn.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, you can teach
3: them duck calls, too.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Or something. Or, or rabbit call. Or wounded rabbit calls or whatever. Mm, you know, duck whatever. season.
0: rabbit season. Duck yeah. season. rabbit season. That was one of my favorite skits ever. The, from the, the Bugs Bunny. brother cartoon where, uh, where Where they're arguing over what season it was and... Daffy Duck kept kept on getting his um his beak blown off different ways with his <laughs> shotgun. Like sometimes it was on like a hat, sometimes it'd spin around.
3: Did you know hmm. that th- in the '60s, maybe early '70s, I think it was in the late '60s, that show, uh, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour, whatever it was called, was on Saturday mornings, and it got pulled off because the Mothers Against Violence thought that was too violent to show on television.
0: Well, it was around when I was a kid. That's it, what, I watched but, it every day. But
3: it got pulled off the Saturday morning.
0: Oh wow! Well then, because I I watched it every networks. Saturday morning. I would watch that 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 hour, the the, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner hour. They got you know? pulled, man. That's stupid.
3: They also, you know what? Other show they pulled off the air because of violence. <laughs> Troopy dog,
0: probably. The
3: Wild Wild West. That show was pulled off the air because it was too violent. The According Wild to...
0: Wild West. What was that?
3: Robert Conrad and uh, Art and uh, oh God Ross Martin. You never saw the Wild Wild West? Nah. All oh it... my God! Wait till Joust hears about Was this. There, there a lot a of letter. Indian
0: shooting. Was that? It, what it was, was, was a
3: cool show. I'll have to make you a copy of it. It was a West show, a Western show, obviously, but it was like kind of sci-fi and spy too it's like robert conrad you know robert conrad the actor is don't you yeah 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 he played jim west he was a western you know uh secret agent and he had all sorts of weird old gadgets and he went against these all weird villains like this uh short guy called miguelito loveless now wait it was, wait a, it a was minute. an interesting show is that what
0: that movie the, that will smith movie was based
3: yes, on? yes yes oh, that was a oh bad joust will joust if he hears the show he will probably make copies this did show he, to give to you, did, now, so you can watch it. Hopefully
0: he doesn't hate me for that, but he didn't like that Will Smith one, did he? No,
3: he didn't.
0: Okay, because woof. No, was, he
3: didn't. Neither did Robert Conrad. That boy. was so
0: bad, and I and I I didn't dis, I don't dislike Robert. Uh, Will, Smith, Will Smith, Smith is okay. He's okay most of the time. Um, and Selma Hayek is definitely yeah, attractive high, and stuff, yeah. but uh, boy, woof. That one had a that was just a little bit too wacky even for me and I I thrive in that world and I'm like that yeah. might be on it, might,
3: it used to be on Netflix I don't know if it is anymore but yeah it was a way, it was a weird show but it was oh violent. even the show was okay oh, cool. it was the 60s show was weird too it was very odd but it was interesting and uh, cool. anyway I got pulled off because of back in them their late seventies of violence so nothing ever changes I
0: don't know anytime you have mothers against boy, I'm surprised there's
3: not mothers against zombies mothers know? against
0: means just death for Fun and coolness.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Before before Mothers Against Drunk Driving, you know, it was just something you shouldn't do. Now you're worse than Except
3: Hitler. Except maybe the Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. Yeah. They were not. They were pretty. They were kind of cool. Well,
0: there was one one exception, but remember yeah. that before, like drunk driving, we used to just be like, hey, don't do that. It's not good. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but then it, you became worse than Hitler if you drive drunk. Yeah. They, you used oh. to get
3: escorted home. Yeah,
0: and then the now cop would you, take your booze usually. Now you
3: get gang whatever
0: now they 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 tar and feather you put you on a rail
3: i mean yeah on one hand mother's
0: crying think of the children on one hand on
3: one hand you know you really do want to prevent this from happening on the other hand don't uh, you think
0: overpopulation is getting to be a problem i think we should start living a little bit hey
3: you know what my solution to mothers against certain driving is close all the bars less mothers less just drinking Nobody will have to drive to drink. They'll drive to get a beer or whatever, take it home and drink it there. They won't go to a bar. But there'll be less population too because that's where people meet and have like you know
0: little 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 kids, kids.
3: After having a few drinks, they have little kids and they get to get married or not. So close the bars down, I say, and stop all the. I think we stop should the just, madness. I think we
0: should just all live a lot dangerously and die younger. It'd be better it's for possible. everyone. Well, on that lovely note, note, I think we're gonna gonna go out with one last uh, music act.
3: Who is that?
0: Oh, I think you're gonna like me now. Uh, That's it. We're not coming back after this. Bye, bye. Uh, I'm Mal with me as always. Doctor Morbius. We'll see you next week. Enjoy.
1: I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now: Jack and shit. And Jack left town.
2: 聞いてあなたは普段より数倍賢くなるでしょう